Hi, this is Karis Hill. Our family has been at Ogletown since 2007, and I'm reading Psalm 91, 14 through 16. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Thank you for tuning in to Listening Up, a podcast devotional of Ogletown Baptist Church. Each week, we're looking together as a church family at one chapter from God's Word. And this week, we've been considering Psalm 91. So today, we're wrapping up looking at the last three verses. So I don't know about you, but I think one of the strangest things about this very strange season we're in is the isolation from each other. In just a few weeks, our connections with people have changed. And that makes almost any kind of interaction with people wonderful and encouraging. What a blessing when friends text or call. Emails can even seem a bit more personal. And whoever thought how nice a Zoom meeting could be just for connecting with others and seeing their faces. I know how much I've enjoyed occasionally driving to the church office and seeing or even talking in person with someone else. Things we took for granted just a few weeks ago. So when we come to the final verses of Psalm 91, we experience the same kind of conversational dynamic. At the beginning of the psalm, David speaks, and he's declaring his personal affirmation of loyalty to the Lord. But at the end, the psalm shifts, and it's no longer David speaking. Instead, it's the Lord replying to David. The Lord speaks a word of personal assurance in response to David. In these final three verses, the Lord crams in seven different words, action verbs, for how he promises to protect and care for David, even as David, as we've seen in the psalm, is facing threats, danger, and even an epidemic. The Lord will deliver him, protect him, be with him, rescue him, honor him, satisfy him, and show him his salvation. And you might be interested to know that when the Lord says, I will be with him in trouble, the word trouble or distress has as its root idea a situation that is narrow, restricted, or cramped. So I thought that being trapped at home, this seemed like a timely word to mention as we consider these verses. But perhaps your experience is different than mine. But here's what I'd like to focus on today. We see in these seven verbs, the Lord at work. But he tells us that he's at work in these seven ways because he's seen certain things in David. This is God's plan, but he's also responding. And he says that he found three things in particular especially moving. So whatever these three things are that he's seen in David, these will be useful for us to remember as we ourselves go through difficult and threatening times. What's the Lord looking for from us and in us as we face stress and trouble? First, the Lord is looking for us to love. In verse 14, the Lord says, Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. David is clinging to the Lord with all his heart. This phrase means that David's affections and emotions are engaged toward the Lord. Some other places in the Old Testament, it's the word used to describe when a man and a woman want to get married. They love each other. And so when we go through trials, the Lord is looking. Where is our love? Difficulties expose what we love and the Lord sees. But what if we look at our hearts and what we love, and it's not fully devoted to the Lord? How do we move in that direction? Well, the second action of David points the way forward. What else is the Lord recognizing in David's life? The Lord, secondly, looks for someone who knows him. Verse 14 continues, I will protect him because he knows my name. 
David knows who the Lord is and what he's like. He knows his name, his reputation, his character, his qualities. Sure, it includes knowledge, but it includes more than merely accepting facts about God. It also includes submitting to that information. This is conforming our lives to what is really true about God. And the more we know him truly, the more we will love him deeply. Well, you might say, well, that all sounds good, but I'm not there. Well, you're not alone. None of us has arrived. None of us know or love the Lord as we should. Even David would say the same thing. Why do I say that? Because of what our psalm says next. What else did David do in trouble? It says, thirdly, that he prayed. He called out. He cried to the Lord. He knew his love for the Lord and his knowledge of the Lord weren't enough, especially in the face of dangers and fears. He knew he needed the Lord's help in normal life and in really stressful seasons. So David prays. He doesn't try to handle life on his own. So wherever you are, you can do this. You can open your mouth and pray. You can pour out your heart to the Lord, and he wants to hear. Verse 15 says, When he calls to me, I will answer him. So in these verses, wherever life and our weakness find us, we can open our mouths to the Lord, through which he will help us open our eyes to the knowledge of the Lord, and that will help and open our hearts to the Lord in love. And when we move toward the Lord, relating to him, loving him, knowing him, talking to him, we will find that he is there and he is responding back to us. And that's a comfort in isolated times. Psalm 91, 14 to 16 says, Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to Listening Up today. As we head into the weekend, I hope you'll watch our service online. You can find it after 10 a.m. on Sunday morning at ogletown.org watch. Until next time, let's keep setting our minds on things above.